I'm Meg Dahl, your Unbreakable host. Welcome to the show. Well, hello, hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Unbreakable You podcast. I am so happy to have you here with me today. Thank you for joining me again this week. It's just you and I this week, just a solo episode. I thought we'd take a break from guests for just this week. Next week, we actually have a really amazing guest. Come on. So, As most of you probably already know, I am very into the Enneagram. I find it fascinating. And that's something I could even talk a little bit more about in today's show, actually. We, today's episode, I don't want to say it's going to be all over the place, but it's going to be all over the place. I'm basically going to be talking about topics and questions, answering your questions that I get very often, and just topics that are coming up a lot. And I thought it would just be fun to sit down with my mic and talk about those things. So it might seem a little bit all over the place, but it's not at the same time. So let's chat a little bit about next week's episode just to get you excited because I am pumped for it. So over the weekend, I was talking about how much I love the Enneagram. I love it. And for those of you who don't know what the Enneagram is, I'm not going to go into detail in this episode because next week's episode is all about it. And so fast forward, like I was on Instagram chatting about it. And then I've been wanting to interview an expert on the Enneagram for months now. So I thought I would just throw it out there on Instagram, see if anyone could hook me up with someone. And I actually got put in touch with someone local to me. Now, if you know where I live, I live in a city. It is a city, but just barely. (laughs) It's really small. I'm from a city where everyone knows everyone, except apparently I didn't know that there was this guy in my city who was an expert in the Enneagram. So I was put into touch with him. So I'm very excited to sit down with him and just pick his brain about all things Enneagram related. Now, what I can share with you about the Enneagram in this episode is the reason why I love it. So I love anything that has to do with allowing us, allowing myself, allowing you to get more in touch with who you are. So I'm sure everyone is familiar with some type of 
personality assessment or quiz or test, whether that is like um, Gretchen Rubin's four tendencies assessment, which she would be another amazing guest for this show, but she has like the four tendencies. There is the Clifton Strengths assessment, and that's something I actually use in my business. So I mentor and coach just work alongside many other women who are also growing a doTERRA business. And knowing each other's strengths really helps me um, just form a team and really utilize everyone's strengths. So if you aren't familiar with the Clifton Strengths Assessment, I would definitely go check that out. But what I'm getting at is all of these different types of personality assessments, they give us like these tools to understand ourselves better. And I think that's so important for our self-love journey. And I know so many of you are actually here with me because you are interested in developing or cultivating or even deepening the amount of love you have for yourself. So the way I see self-love, and I teach this actually in my Unbreakable Babe course. So right now, I am working with a group of women. We have a brand new group of women in Unbreakable Babe, and we just started last week. So today, when this podcast airs, May 29th, I will be meeting up with these ladies in the evening for our second group coaching call. And what I do throughout this program, my Unbreakable Babe course, um, we go through the four building blocks of self-love. So over my years of coaching clients and working one-on-one with women, I have created somewhat of a framework and I've identified these four key building blocks that we all need present within our lives when it comes to building and cultivating self-love. And one of these four building blocks is self-acceptance. And one thing that I believe is that we cannot begin to love ourselves unless we know who we are first. So you really need to know who you are. And by doing that, we can come to this place of accepting ourselves. How can we accept who we are if we don't even know who we are? So I really see self-acceptance as something that we need to really like peel back the layers on. So in order to accept ourselves, we need to peel back these layers and really get to the core of who we actually are. And of course, we don't need these assessments to tell us who we are. I think a lot of finding out and discovering and reconnecting with who we are as a human has to do with 
like an unlayering process, as I said, letting go of a lot of things and just really clearing things out that are blocking us from discovering our truth. So I think that's like the core of self-acceptance, but something that almost like acts as an enhancer of accepting ourselves and getting to know ourselves better are these types of assessments. I find them absolutely fascinating. So just with the Enneagram for an example, and of course I will be going so much more into detail about this next week, but there's just like certain things about my Enneagram type that make so much sense. And when I'm responding to a situation in a certain way, I kind of can take a step back and be like, oh, okay. Like I know this is my Enneagram type showing up. So anyways, I am absolutely in love with the Enneagram for the reason that it can really, really help us connect to our truth, which leads to accepting ourselves, which leads to loving ourselves even more. So really excited for next week, as I said, but also just wanted to throw that out there for you guys. Um, Maybe this podcast episode can kind of work as a little bit of a primer for next week. Just a heads up that we are going to have a very big conversation about the Enneagram next week. So if you're curious, jump online. One of my favorite Enneagram resources as of right now. I really enjoy Beth's work um, on Instagram. Her handle is your Enneagram coach. I can link that up in the show notes too, but she's Beth, your Enneagram coach. And she also has a website, your Enneagram And I would definitely recommend going on her website. She definitely has um, my favorite assessment that I've done so far. She just revamped it and it actually goes like it will rate all nine types for you. So if you want to do some like prep work before next week, by all means, go check out an assessment. You can do any type of assessment you want. But um, for me personally, I really, really enjoyed Beth's um, just because it does rank all of the nine and you can see like which you rank highest in and then which is like your absolute lowest. It was it's pretty um, fascinating to me. So I really do recommend that. And now I know I was talking about self-acceptance, fueling into self-love. So that brings me into something else that I have to share with you that's really exciting. When I got home from Barbados, which was like a week and a half ago, I got some really exciting mail. (laughs) I received my certificate for graduating from the Institute of Spiritual Coaching. So I am now officially a certified spiritual coach. 
I'm really, really excited about this. And I've been also talking a little bit more about this on Instagram lately. And I posted a question box on Instagram to collect some questions. If anyone had questions about my spiritual coaching or anything related to spirituality or how that's like shown up in my life. And I did receive a few questions, so I thought I would include them in today's show. So number one, um, the very first question that I received was, have I always been spiritual or was it just kind of more of a recent thing? And I really, really enjoyed this question. I thought it was so good. So I had to include it today. So my spirituality definitely started at a very young age. And I just want to be clear that being spiritual means so many different things, right? Some people think that being spiritual means that you have to go to church every weekend or that you have to do things in a certain way. And although I'm not against any of those practices, I go to church with my family as well. I love attending church. But when I'm talking about being spiritual in today's episode, I am going above and beyond those practices and really being inclusive of all spiritual practices. So, I mean, things like meditation, self-forgiveness, things that just anything that connects you to a higher power or a larger belief is included in what I'm talking about when it comes to being like a spiritual coach. So my spiritual journey definitely was not something that was just recent. I think for all of my life, and we'll get into some real things in a minute, but I feel like for all of my life, I've been very spiritual, but there's been times in my life where I kind of was almost pushing it away or pretending that I didn't have like this amazing, pretty cool and unique spiritual sense to me. So what I mean by that is I will never forget, but I was probably about like four years old and I saw, I would get like visions of things like of spiritual figures, God, and other people that I had learned about in church. And I would just start seeing things. I saw things and I would tell my parents, but I was very, very young. And it, so I think because I was young, it kind of freaked me out too. No one tells you at four years old that like other people see things too. So that part of my life, I kind of like, again, like I said, it was just kind of, it was, um, it was very foreign to me. So it kind of, um, I didn't know how I felt about it. So I didn't really accept that part of myself. And this just kind of 
opens a whole other conversation about being spiritual and being like intuitive and in tune and having like um very like psychic abilities you know so if you we all have intuition i think intuition is the easiest thing to use as an example here but we all have intuition when it comes to anything in our life but i think a lot of us can relate to food so i'm going to be using that as an example so we are all born intuitive when it comes to food like we all are very intuitive around food and then things happen within our life we start placing rules and restrictions around food and we start to become less intuitive around food and then if you're like me you might find yourself when you're in your early 20s late teens and you might be like oh my gosh I don't even know how to eat anymore and then you have to go through this process which I found myself in back in like 2012 2013 I went through this process of thinking that I didn't even know how to eat anymore because I started like I stopped listening to my intuition I started to push it away I started to pretend it wasn't there I stopped listening to it and that's the big thing is when we stop listening to our intuition It becomes softer and softer. And then eventually we can't even really hear it anymore. And it takes some practice and some trust to start listening to it again. And then it's going to become louder and become more apparent and present in your life. So again, back to the food example, like I said, in 2012, 2013, I really felt like I had no idea how to eat, like no idea. I was very disconnected from my intuition. But then I gave myself that space to kind of get quiet, start reconnecting with my intuition. And now things pop up all the time and I can hear it loud and clear on any given day. And the same thing goes for spirituality. So we are all born very in tune with our lives and we have this spiritual power. Each of us do, but many of us kind of silence it or we stop listening to it and it stops showing up. So this is kind of like your gut feeling, we can even call it. If you stop listening to those gut feelings of yours, they're going to become like softer and softer and you're going to have a harder and harder time picking them up. So when you, maybe you have a friend that's like super intuitive and you just admire them like crazy and you wish that you could be that intuitive, You can be. That is the amazing thing about all of this is that you absolutely can be that intuitive. But the only reason why your friend is that intuitive and it just seems like she's very aware of everything around her, right? And maybe she's one of those people that 
are like, oh, I had like this vision. So I went and did this and then this happened. And she has all of these amazing stories. Do you know why that's happening to her? It's because she is following her intuition. So someone who on the flip side, things like that, who don't like that don't happen to someone is because they aren't listening to their gut feelings or any visions or ideas that they have. So what I've learned over the years and what I've personally experienced is every single time I'm getting an idea or, you know, a pull to do something, anything like that, I just roll with it. I go with it because we are getting those feelings, those ideas, those sensations, those like tugs, those nudges. We are getting all of that for a reason. We really, really are. So kind of back to my whole spiritual coaching certification. Let's talk about that a little bit because it all plays into being in touch with your wants and your needs and really listening to what's being presented to you because nothing's like a coincidence, right? Everything is happening for a reason. And I know that saying is literally so overused, right? Everything happens for a reason. It's so overused. So I don't mean to be saying that again here, but everything's like, happening on purpose, I guess, right? Like there's no coincidences. Everything happens. You met that person yesterday for a reason. Um, It might not be like a huge, significant, life-changing reason, but you met them for a reason. And I truly believe that. And what I'm getting at is when you believe this, when you believe that everything is happening for a reason, everything's going to start really showing up like that for you. So um, back to spiritual coaching certification, I'll share that story with you. So about 2015, I think I came across Jessica Flanagan's work. Now I can also link up the podcast episode that I did with Jessica Flanagan. She's already been on the show. She was one of the very first guests. Um, So I'll link that up for you for sure. But in 2015, I came across Jessica Flanagan's work and I was immediately mind blown. She was like one of those people that made me feel like, how did I not know her my entire life? And also, it made me feel like, oh my gosh, she needs to know who I am because I speak the same language as her. I'm sure you can all think about someone in your life that has made you feel like that when you've come across their work or maybe read a book that someone wrote and you're like, oh my gosh. I could have wrote this. They need to know who I am so we can be friends. So anyways, I felt that way about Jessica Flanagan immediately. She wrote a book called The Loving Diet. (laughs) I feel like if I wrote a book, which I will someday, I already have the title for it. I won't share it, obviously, but I will write a book someday. I promise you. Um, But... (laughs) At the time, back in 2015, I felt like if I wrote a book, 
that would be my title, The Loving Diet. So I was like, okay, I really want Jessica to know who I am someday. And I also really want to work with Jessica someday. And I didn't know when that would happen. I didn't go out and like make it happen, but I believed that it would happen because I wanted it to happen. So I didn't know like what it would even look like. Like how would I work with her? Would she be my practitioner? Would she be helping me with my health? Or would we be like working together as business partners in some way? Like I had no idea, but I wanted it to happen. So I just trusted that it would happen. And I put it out there, right? I said it. I probably journaled about it. And then in the summer of 2018, fall, summer of 2018, I connected with Jessica. I noticed that she would like some of my posts every now and then. And so I thought I would just reach out to her for the very first time. It was my first time ever chatting with her. I reached out to her and asked her to come on the podcast. And she was excited, said yes. And she came on and we recorded an awesome episode. And then at the end, she shared with me that she was opening up enrollment for a new course that she was offering. And the course was specifically for practitioners wanting to add in spiritual coaching to their services. So obviously I was super intrigued. At the time, I was definitely not looking to take another course. It was kind of nice not studying for once because I feel like I've constantly been doing like courses and things like that. So I had no intentions of doing a course, but it was like my lifelong dream (laughs) to work with Jessica in some way. And then this course presented itself to me. So I said, yes, I enrolled in her course. And it's just so cool how things like that all come together. But it's because you're like working with this spiritual energy, whatever you believe that spiritual energy to believe um, to be, that's what it is. So that's what happened with me and spiritual coaching. So that's my story. And now I'm officially a certified spiritual coach. And I'm really, really excited about that to be sharing that with all of you because I, as a nutritionist, I I think all of you know that I'm not your typical nutritionist. <laughs> I think that's very, very clear. And also, All of my one-on-one clients, I think, have approached me, even if they've wanted to work with me for nutrition services, every single person also was open to that loving healing aspect, that healing through love, I should say, aspect. Everyone knew that was my jam, that was my focus and my expertise, my area of expertise. So all of my clients were very open and willing for that. But now with this spiritual coaching certification, 
I just feel like I have more tools in my tool belt to help guide my clients through the process. And I don't know, it's kind of nice to be certified in something as well. As you all know, I've studied holistic nutrition for years. I went to university. I did a another certification through the Canadian School of Natural Nutrition and tons of courses through Restorative Wellness Solutions. So I am very well versed in the nutrition field, but it's also really nice to now be certified in spiritual coaching. So what does this mean for you? Now, I know probably a couple months now already, I've mentioned that I'm just kind of over talking about food and there's been some big, big shifts in my business as well. I recorded a podcast all about this too, so I can link that up for you as well. But I shared with you just what I was being called to do and the importance of listening to your heart. So I feel like by now it's very, very apparent that I'm all about listening to your heart, following your heart, listening to your gut and following those gut instincts too. And just trusting that you're getting these messages for a reason. So that's what I really want to put out there for you all today is start listening to those little gut feelings or those little like tugs on your heart a little bit more because I think so many of us shut them off and we almost like close a door or push them away so much and we really like lose sight of who we are and what we want to be doing And that's when we can feel really, really lost. So finally, something else that I want to share with you is about more about the new course. I shared a little bit about this last week, the new course that I just launched with my team. It's called the Nourished and Free Method. So I'll just go into a little bit more detail about that in this podcast episode because I have been getting questions about it. There's been a lot of excitement around it. There's been a lot of women all over the world joining us to take this course together. So I just thought I would share more with you in today's show. So, and it all plays into listening to what you like what your gut's telling you to do and also putting things out there so when I first started using doTERRA essential oils back in 2015 it was December of 2015 so basically 2016 Um, When I first started using oils, I was just using them for personal use. And then it wasn't until September of 2016 that I created Nourished and Free, which is my collective of women. It's a global community of women that come together 
learn how to use essential oils in a safe and effective way. And we really focus on just nourishing our bodies so we can experience freedom physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So we really nourish our lives in all of those ways. It's a very holistic approach to living. So I created Nourished and Free so all women can come together, feel very, very supported, feel very, very heard. And so that's my mission with Nourished and Free. And my idea back in 2016 was I eventually wanted to create a course about living this Nourished and Free lifestyle. I didn't know. Again, it's all like back when I came across Jessica Flanagan's work. I did not know how this program or this course would ever look. I didn't know when I would create it. I didn't know anything. But all I knew was I really, really wanted to create a course that gave women the tools on how to live this nourished and free life that I was living. So... Fast forward to today, to now, Um, just like last month, doTERRA introduced a brand new kit. So when you create your doTERRA account, you have an option to create your own order, which is a great option. But the even better option is to begin using essential oils with one of their kits that they've made. And the only reason I say that's an even better option is if you start with an enrollment kit, you obviously get a doTERRA account. You get 25% off all orders for an entire year. So it's basically like a Costco membership. So with a kit, All memberships are included. So your membership fee of $42 Canadian or $35 US is waived. So that's how kits work. You get that membership fee waived. And then it also comes with a bundle of essential oils. So they have themes for different kits. A lot of the kits come with like the top 10 essential oils. So those are, that's like a bundle of essential oils that are, that I think like every home should have. So it can basically replace all of the things in your home that aren't so natural or safe to be using. And you can replace them with these natural tools from nature. Anyways, doTERRA created this brand new kit called the Daily Health Habits Kit. And seriously, it incorporates every single thing that I would want women to have in their hands when they are creating this nourished and free lifestyle. And so immediately I got like this gut punch right in the gut. And I just felt that it was time to create this program that I had been dreaming up for years now. So I presented the idea to my team, the other women that I work with, 
And I said, I wanted to create this program. And if anyone wanted to collaborate on it with me, I would be more than grateful for that. And so many of the Nourished and Free leaders put up their hands and were so excited to link arms with me and create this program for you. So that's exactly what we did. It's called the Nourished and Free Method. I have it linked up in the show notes for you, or you can go to megtherhn.com slash the method to read all about it. And so it's a 30-day program and all of us leaders have collaborated on it and really focused on the five pillars of health. Now that's another thing you know that I am very, very extremely passionate about is teaching women to go beyond food and exercise when it comes to their health because like there is such a focus on our health being just on the food we ate and how much we move our bodies like I cannot even like gather the amount of women that are so fixated on how many steps they get per day but they have like no care in the world about how much sleep they're getting. They don't prioritize their sleep. They don't prioritize stress management. They super don't pay attention to how many toxins they're bringing into their homes. And they also do not make self-care a daily practice. So that's failing to include three of the five health pillars. The majority of the health pillars that like actually matter for you to be your healthiest, they're failing to include within their everyday life because they're too focused on what kind of food they put in their mouth and how many steps they're making or how often they're going to the gym. And I'm just over women thinking that's like the be all and end all of their healthcare journey. Like they think that those two things are all they need to be healthy. And to me, that's just sad. So I wanted to collaborate with my team and create this program for you. And that's exactly what we did. We created this program based on all five pillars of health. So we focus on proper nutrition. We focus on loving movement. We focus on rest and stress management. We focus on reducing your toxic load. And we also focus on self-care. And that goes far beyond bubble baths, pedicures, spa days, all the things that are typically seen as self-care, we go far beyond those, okay? So I just want to make that clear. So it's a 30-day program. We focus on each one of these health pillars every single week. You get um, tons of product from doTERRA. So you get our amazing supplement line, including like digestive enzymes and probiotics. Honestly, I love those products so much. And I, in the course, I actually, one of my 
portions in the course is educating you on those supplements and how to use them and the benefits of including probiotics and digestive enzymes into your daily routine as proper nutrition. So there's these ladies, including myself, we're experts in our own certain fields. So of course, I have a nutrition and spiritual coaching background and all of the other ladies that I work with have backgrounds in other areas. So I work with nurses, yoga instructors, meditation guides, so many other women that are experts in their own fields, other nutritionists. So we all collaborated on this program. You'll get workouts, yoga videos, recipes, do-it-yourself recipes and projects. So there's tons of value packed into this course. And all you need to do in order to register or claim your spot is go to magtherhn.com slash the method and order your daily health habits enrollment kit. That's it. So you just order a kit from doTERRA and you are enrolled into our program. That is how easy this works. And it's such a awesome value because there's so many times throughout the year when you would just purchase an enrollment kit and not get access to this live program. And so I really want you to just see the value in this course because I can't recommend it enough. If you have been wanting to start your essential oil journey and even work with me and become one of our Nourished and Free members, now would definitely be the time for sure. And I think it's a great time to share with you as we come to the end of the episode is just how some things are going to be changing in terms of how to work with me now and moving on. So I won't be accepting any more one-on-one nutrition clients. I will only be accepting a very, very, very small amount of one-on-one coaching clients where we will do inner work, self-love work, and really focus on that spiritual component. And I will only be opening up spots for those at certain pockets throughout the year. And so one-on-one coaching with me is definitely not gone forever, but it's very limited and not open year-round. As of right now, The only way for you to work with me and have me as a personal type of coach would be through this program. And it's about $217 Canadian and $157 US, just to give you an idea. But like I said, all information can be found on magtherhn.com slash the method. 
Now, I want to start wrapping up today's show, but first I just want to thank you again for tuning in. And I've noticed that some of you are sharing the episodes, sharing the episodes that you're listening to and loving, and I really, really appreciate that. So if you're on Instagram, please take a screenshot of this show as you're listening to it. If you love it, take a screenshot, share it with your friends on Instagram so everyone can see what you're listening to and tag me so I can see your post as well. You can find me on Instagram at I am Meg doll. That's with two L's spelled just like the baby doll Meg doll D-O-L-L. So you can just tag me If you ever make like my recipes or you are using your essential oils and you want to tag me, I would love to see your posts. So thanks again, guys. And I so appreciate you being here with me today.